But does that not just come with age? Maybe. You just calling me old? Calling me old? <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn. Yes. <laughs> Wait, how old are yeah. you again? <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Interesting Discussion Sometimes. Back here with the boys, we got Christian, Haran, and Tarun. And today we got a special guest. I promise I don't have an infinite amount of cousins, just two back to back. We got uh, Abhishek. Uh, which is, if you listen to our previous episodes, is uh, Manas's brother. So uh, do you want to listen, introduce yourself to the podcast? Sure. Hello, everybody. My name is Abhishek Dandakuri. I am Harsha's cousin. Uh, currently live in New York from Austin, Texas. Work as a data scientist. And yeah, I'm here to have a good time and a good conversation. Awesome. So uh, basically, I guess you all met met Abhishek like this past year, right? Yeah. Through, through mm-hmm. wedding, wedding stuff. Um, well, one of the things that we, I guess you guys also just found out about him is that he's, he's a big DJ guy in scenes at New York. You catch him doing some South, South Asian uh, events and stuff. So we were just curious how you first started doing that and like, I guess what got you into music and, and all that. Sure. Well, before we go um, <laughs> inflating my status to, to your listeners, <laughs> let's pump the brakes there and say I um, I am an amateur DJ um, who I started back in college. Um, mm. the The story is I used to do radio um, where I went to school at the University of Texas at Dallas mm-hmm. or UTD, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a guy who came after me every session and he'd always bring his equipment and he would just, you know, play whatever type of music he'd always play, usually like house music or something like mm-hmm. that. And um, we just became friends over time because we just kept seeing each other as I was leaving and he was coming into the um, the radio room. Mm-hmm. And soon we did like a, I guess, like a volunteer gig together. Mm-hmm. And he brought his equipment. He was just like, I'll just take care of everything. I'm like, right. I could just sit there and just <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh, just be like exist. Um, for a moment, he was like, yo, I need to go to the bathroom. And then he was just trying to figure out what he should tell me because I, I didn't know anything at the time. Right. He was mm-hmm. just like, just click this button. <laughs> and I was just like, right, I got it. Um, and the button was just like the play button, basically the mm-hmm. play pause button mm-hmm. on the on the on the controller. It's just one big circle, and it just says play pause, as if it's like as if like a kid can understand what it <laughs> meant. Um, anyway, after that day, I was just like, I need to learn how to do this, and this was my like freshman year of mm-hmm. college, and so I started kind of teaching myself um, as the year as like the second semester of freshman year went along. And by the time I think sophomore year came around, that's when I bought my first board and started like doing stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. But um, nothing really came up until I think it was sophomore year. Like I, I think I did like our school's holy um, event and I just kind of did uh, everything that way. Mm. And um yeah, from there I started doing like I just like started talking to people within like the college dance circuit and from there like I was able to make more connections and like do like 
dance competition after parties and was able to mm. um, DJ for those types of environments. And like mm. it, it peaked, I think, my senior year. So that was around 2017 mm -hmm. um, where I went to Atlanta. They like flew me out um, and everything. And I was able to do like a venue with like over 800 people, which was Holy pretty cool. Shit. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, after that, um, I after college, I didn't really do it very much. I did it for like a year after college and then... Uh, and then the pandemic happened, really, and I kind of just stopped. And then after moving to New York, I started like, I mean, I didn't even start when I first moved to New York. It's like it started over the past year. And I was just like, I need to start doing this again. And it kind of mm -hmm. it crescendoed um, during this past New Year's because that's the first time I had touched my equipment in years. And it was for a New Year's gig. So, yeah, that's the story. That's the full story. I, I feel like I rambled on for a little too long. No, that's hype. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Wait, just circling back, I just out of curiosity, what radio show were you doing freshman year in in, uh, in college? It was just radio UTD. So it was our college radio, um, all internet radio is not. There's no like FM, mm -hmm. AM, FM mm -hmm. channel for it. But yeah, it was. I just like played Bollywood music over it. So I just like, <laughs> sent a link to my friends, and some of them would tune in some weeks. Some yeah, mm -hmm. it, was, nice. it was cool. Sorry. Yeah. So with all these like after parties you've been to, um, are there any kind of like crazy stories or uh, people coming up to you for specific songs? Yeah, what's a crazy kind of, song rook? Yeah. You ever <laughs> um. Or do you do you take requests? That's Ooh, question, request, I guess. Question, yeah. All right, here's a little bit of um, community. Well, not secret, but just like um, a guideline for asking DJs for requests. Um, if they if they have a song that that you ask for more likely than not, they'll be like, okay, well I'll find the time to play it. But if they don't have it, they're not going to play it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just really what it is. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be more amenable to taking requests. Most times. No, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just going <laughs> to play whatever I play. Enjoy it or become a DJ and play your own stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So Bro, at the wedding, I, I went up to harsh's DJ, like, no. gotta be like 12 times bro like i went up so many times <laughs> that guy was lit he 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 uh was okay with like pretty much every single one yeah but weren't you like told song or did you call the song yeah no, i mean i came up with a few some okay. i was just passing on the information yeah um but yeah there's there's some who will be a little bit more lenient with that stuff i'm just trying not to waste my time <laughs> that's right <fair, yeah. laughs> so you posted a lot of like mashup uh, remixes and stuff like that on SoundCloud, right? That's mm -hmm. how people kind of got to know you. Yeah. I had been making a bunch of stuff, again, like since freshman, sophomore year. And I kept a lot of, I kept a lot of inventory. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to like, whatever I made, I'm like, I, there was like a six minute segment. I think I made like summer before sophomore year or something like that. And I'm like, I'm not going to post this on SoundCloud because I'm like, I think there is like a, you know, bigger purpose for this. I'm just like, I'm just mm. going to save this, all this. And then um, one fateful time in like November, I reached out to a friend who was on like a competition board, like in Austin. And I was just like, hey, I'd be interested in doing like a competition mixtape um, and just like put together a bunch of songs for like mm. 20 minutes. And like, mm -hmm. 
if you want like because like the comp competition didn't have one of those and um most i think there it was like coming to a point where a lot of them started having them it was just basically like a bunch of like like bollywood bhangra or whatever mashups with like western music right mm -hmm. so i was just like that's what i got into the habit of listening to as i entered college i was just like this is really cool like mm -hmm. that like plus like pen masala all that like all those like, yeah. cool, like little mashups like when you when i first heard them i was like this is such a novel concept i like now it's all super saturated and i'm just like, yeah. this is different <laughs> but Hey, like as you see on like TikTok and everything, everybody's making their own thing. Yeah. So, yeah. but back then, it's weird to say back then. It's like been like ten, almost ten years. It's crazy. Wow. Um, I think it was still pretty nascent. So, mm -hmm. um, learn, trying to learn how to do it myself, I was just, it was like I base I'm all self taught by the way. That's all. Yeah. Um, basically, I talked to one of my friend friends at, at UT and she was like yeah I can help you talk to somebody on the hospitality and you can figure it out from there and from mm -hmm. yeah and then from there the hospitality person was like yeah for sure you can go ahead and send us something and yeah from there um, I released it and uh, yeah it, that's from from that point onward I feel like I got a little bit more of a following and that was pretty cool yeah for people that don't know Abhishek is very famous in the scene from what I've gathered, <laughs> I don't know about that. You maybe used to be. No, you, you still playing at like the meetups and stuff, dude. That's like, like, like you're saying it's super saturated, but they still chose you. Like, I'm sure there's 500 fuckers in New York that are. Kind of, a legend at the game. And yeah. What the hell? That's crazy. Yeah. Look, <laughs> my goal now is to just keep doing this more often. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. The comeback tour. Yeah, the comeback tour. <laughs> <laughs> This is my uh, Jordan 96. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, a, a couple weeks ago you did one of these things. Uh, before you have to DJ at one of these events, how much prep work is involved um, like leading up to it? Honestly, nothing. <laughs> 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 this is what I tell people. It's just as long as you know the songs that you're playing, that's all you really need to know. Mm -hmm. uh, everything I learned in terms of like transitioning from one song to another, I built kind of like muscle memory over time, kind of like riding mm -hmm. a bike. And if there's like new songs, I'll like just listen to them a couple times, like figure out where I would want to like start and stop. And usually they, they're pretty easy indicators, right? Like you hear like, what do you call it? The intro melody before like the mm -hmm. like the first first starts or something like that mm -hmm. okay i'm like okay this will be a nice little transition point yeah uh, and then it'll go into the words and i can just cut out the other song something mm -hmm. like that so yeah there's not a lot of prep work but <laughs> maybe it's different hack. for other people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so when you when you when you're djing right like i always see like like djs like turning something up like one track up one track down whatever and then they turn some knobs and stuff what are you actually changing is it just like what what like lines are playing basically um so i don't know if i should keep telling you the secrets of yeah. the trade but <laughs> i'm kidding the um, secret is you so, actually do nothing you just play. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that tiktok yeah it's like, what do djs yeah. even do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um the truth is, like, we don't, like, the big, the big spinny turntable mm -hmm. things, they're, most of the time, people use them for um, just kind of 
guiding where you want to start in like a song mm-hmm. and just kind of like syncing it so that like when the two songs are overlapping it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like an echo or like a mm-hmm. weird like the, the the beats are like kind of like playing a little bit after each yeah. other like you yeah. want to like sync them essentially right mm-hmm. um so like using the the turntable thing like when people spin it that's what they're mm-hmm. doing they're usually like syncing it right and then obviously you can still use it to like scratch and make those like mm-hmm. cool noises um mm-hmm. But um, the other, all the knobs are just for controlling like um, volume on certain parts of the song. So if you want to mm-hmm. like take out like the bass and the lows, you can just like there's like a knob for that. If you want to like reduce the 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 vocal, the, the mm-hmm. like the the volume of the vocals, you can turn a knob for that, etc. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of different things that that can help you like navigate how you want like a song to play. Mm-hmm. Or like, what kind of effects you want to put on it? But that's essentially it. So yeah, he does work. Like yeah, he does. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Wait, this me might be super technical, but just because you mentioned this, like, do you need like a specific copy of a song to be able to like get access to like that information of like the vocals and the like the bass and all that? Or can any like like a YouTube version of a song or like a downloaded version of a song would work for? A Doesn't matter. Song? Doesn't matter. The song it's is cool. uh, the software usually accepts everything. It's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. So MP3 files just hold that data? No, no, no. It, the MP3 files just like have the waveform and everything. Mm-hmm. So like you know how when you're recording audio for these, like all this stuff appears yeah. like as waveforms within like Audacity or whatever right, like, right. engine you use, right? Same thing with songs, and then you just, from there you can just like figure out oh like these sections have like the melody, these sections have vocals, etc. Like they're usually color coded based off of like certain decibel like like decibel levels at certain yeah. parts of uh what do you call it an audio like if it's there's like a lot more bass in a certain section it'll be like color coded like accordingly mm-hmm. yeah oh, so that you can like isolate that. like the the yep. lyrics from mm-hmm. oh okay, okay dude software has gotten crazy crazy good these nuts, days yeah. Yeah. um i i feel like i can talk to christian about this because you produced too a little bit yeah so i i don't know what software you use but like I've been used. I've been like testing the Fruity Loops or FL Studio. See, I was going to ask you about this because I saw a TikTok about how they yep. introduced AI mm-hmm. to where you can um, break down the different stems of a song. Yep, and I played around with it, and it yeah. it's it's incredible. Yeah, so right. essentially, um, there is like I don't know if it's AI. I don't know if like this is just really good programming and yeah. sound engineering or whatever. But like essentially, you can like take a snippet of a song you can, or even like a full song if you wanted mm-hmm. to and it will just tell you here's all the like just the beats from the song here's just like the vocals isolated here's just like the guitar or like the bass mm-hmm. like isolated and mm-hmm. etc it's, it's pretty crazy damn it's and a lot of these softwares are just now like starting to introduce them and like it's because like it's just now a competition thing but mm-hmm. yeah. the like producing and djing game is just kind of changed a lot over the past year and a half yeah i was gonna ask like that kind of software i feel like it's really like well integrated in like western stuff does it work as efficiently as in like non-western music as well like be Mm -hmm. able to like break it apart like that yep i played around with it on on a bollywood song and it worked really well because i was like Mm. trying to get like specific specific part of the song Mm -hmm. and it worked really well Mm. Yeah, that is a game changer, especially for DJing, because like 
especially for producing but for yeah, DJing it introduces imagine, a layer of like mashups like, live like if you're if you're going to a venue and you're like hey man like i know this is gonna be like an hour and a half right and like i don't want to take requests like i know what i'm gonna do you could just pre-produce a whole set yeah if you, at that point and just like be like all right you know what um like i can do all from here like i don't have to mesh anything together don't have to do any transitions you just gotta press that big play button yeah, yeah and then <laughs> and then you'll be like the dude who's just up there spinning the wheels for no reason <clears throat> yeah that's insane i i don't use fl but i do like after i saw that that was when i was like oh shit like oh, you I might need i mean to be yeah. fair i feel like after everyone's seen that including people yeah. at ableton so they're like we need to release our soon yeah because so. <laughs> uh, they're obviously working on it just yeah it's just the first one is like like the most groundbreaking one so like everybody yeah. rushed to it yeah yeah you want to have like ai ai dj soon you know just Send in a playlist of a hundred songs. Really, yeah, make a set. I mean, you could. could. You could yeah, say that yeah. about any, any like, uh, like any, any gig. Like, if you're like a yeah, painter, you can have AI paint yeah, something. If you're yeah. like a singer, <laughs> AI will sing it. Like any of these types of trades, you can just. Yeah. It's not extinct. It's not going to be extinct for like over a hundred years. Yeah. No, yeah. I think everybody's unique. Like, spin on it, and like your personality is what will like define what yeah you know the, the art i guess as you say <clears throat> you produce so what would you say is your strongest trait as a dj like what do you think like you're most proud of yourself when you're like up there saying no i don't know probably malleability i can just like i don't like playing like between sets usually you can like figure out like which songs work together really well and you can maybe use that as like a crutch every time you um go up there and dj mm -hmm. but for me i'm just like i like to be a little spontaneous with the way i go about it so just like every set is different you know so it's mm -hmm. not boring for me you know because yeah, yeah. i'm when i when i'm up there i'm just like i'm like trying to force myself to uh be a part of it completely like mentally right mm -hmm. so that's where all my focus goes i don't really care about like talking to other people i'm like i'm like in my zone and i i really like doing that a lot i like being in in the zone in, the, in that point and then like whenever like the crowd reacts it's like it only boosts the ego right yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel like the sign of a good dj is like if they can understand like what the crowd is feeling and like um you know kind of played to that right so like have yep. you have you ever been in a situation where like <laughs> people aren't fucking with what you're playing and you're just like oh good lord no because i can just bend it <laughs> bend whatever i play to the crowd i Dude. i feel like i can i have a good read on that mm -hmm. i think the next step in this evolution is like playing stuff that the crowd didn't know they wanted you know what yeah, i mean yeah 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 because yeah. like right now i can figure out what the the vibe is on the crowd because i mm -hmm. i feel like i have like a pretty pretty wide array of like different genres that i listen to and like mm -hmm. just have available mm -hmm. and then from there i can just tap into what's working but like sometimes you just want to just be like i'm playing this and you're just gonna you're mm -hmm. gonna vibe you know yeah do you have like an old faithful song that works like whenever <laughs> Hey, obviously, there's always like <laughs> always like the soldier boy, all the oh, and, like yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Every, all like the all like the move, like the songs that have like dance moves associated with yeah. them. Like always, That's so true. easy to use. Like teach me how to ducky. Um, 
watching me work like that whatever that song <laughs> and Dude, all that stuff intro is so hard like the the, the, the beats are so yeah in that song honestly oh yeah for sure and it works with a lot of different things but it's usually that you did our um like our first dance mix for uh, me and Amrita and like you had this like really cool transition between a couple songs and when she heard it for the first time she was like holy shit she i think she told you about it and you were like, oh, I didn't even realize I did this. Like, I just yeah. did the car. Like, you just did the car, like, <laughs> we were going to Cherry Blossoms or whatever. Crazy. It's just, like, second nature, yeah. He's like... Wait, what was the... Do you remember it? What was, what it was? No, I don't uh, remember. Uh, I'm, like, I'm not going to sing right now. I, I don't know. <laughs> but tell me the song. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I, I think... I, I literally... I think Bhavana came up to me during the reception. She was like, you did such a good job with that. I'm like, what? Did, did a good job what with what? <laughs> what did I do? She was like, oh, yeah, you made, like, the first dance. Week. So I'm like, I did? I don't remember doing it. But then I, like... I was, like, really thinking. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I did do that. I remember it. I was like, okay. A lot, a lot, this happens to me a lot more than you think. I'm just like, did I made this? <laughs> Oh, you're listening to it. You're like, this is really good. I wonder if it's surprised yourself. Yeah. Basically. That's so nice for the wedding stuff, dude. I feel like everyone kind of pitched in for some parts. That's nice. Yeah, it was a great group project. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. Do you wish it was split like a group project? Split what? What are the money? With the marriage? (laughs) The money. money. We are also vendors. (laughs) (laughs) do you have like a like one mix that you did where you were like holy fuck i can't believe i pulled that up like two songs that you would never think would go together that you were like holy shit it actually was crazy (laughs) so i remember i sent these guys a tiktok like i don't know it's like a month ago or something oh yeah about i don't even remember what the songs were but they were like like, down with the the sickness and oh down uh, with the sickness and uh like a thousand miles or something like some like really like corny not corny sorry it's not a corny song it's a very Um, white very white song Here's like a little shameless plug for my SoundCloud account. There we go. That's what we needed. <laughs> this was back in like uh, 2016, something like that. That's a while ago, basically. Uh, I did Rumta Jokey and Backseat Freestyle. And that really, really hit. I So the the way I got popular with that with that mix, so it has like, I think, 80K plays on SoundCloud right now. And it had... It had a few more it had like maybe 50k before my account my first account got pulled down so this is on my second account and it has like another 80k mm-hmm. so when i first made it uh the first place i sent it to was was reddit i went on mm-hmm. reddit mashups and i posted it and that's when like it got like maybe like 100 upvotes this is a small community by the mm-hmm. way this is like maybe like 10,000 people to like 100, like 200,000 mm-hmm. people. So like 100 upvotes and something like that will make it to the top page. Yeah. And um, one of the people who commented on that, and I like, I, this is a very, very core memory for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the people who who uh, commented on it was Tesher at the oh, time. Shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. Crazy. Damn. But again, this was back before nobody, like this is when Wait, nobody knew who yeah. he was. Yeah. And like I remembered it like over time. Like there were people who were like, "Oh yeah, this sounds like some something Tesha would do." And he was just like, "Yeah, ha, I thought about this before too." Then it's cool that somebody put it to play. So I was like, "Okay, that's pretty cool." But yeah, um, it was one of the things I was like thinking about for a while. And then one of my friends was like, "What if you did Rumtha Jogi and Backseat Freestyle?" I'm like, "Okay, I'll I'll do it." 
if somebody else <laughs> thought the same way I yeah. did, then it's probably going to work. And it worked. So mm, that's how you be. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And I think the way it got it got popular it was just like very natural. And I think I appreciated that too. Yeah. Like where it wasn't like based off of like one like community of like Indian people, right? It's like mm, I right. broadcasted it to Reddit. So and that's how <laughs> Yeah. I think that was pretty cool. That must be so satisfying to see like the numbers run up. Yeah. <laughs> like our podcast. Sure. Like, uh, <laughs> we should put our podcast on Reddit. Is that what I mean? Yeah, why not? Honestly, we should. Yeah, it's actually not a bad idea. So many insults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. Hey, a play is a play. A play is a play. I've used Reddit for like eleven years, bro. I, I want to put a podcast on there. <laughs> They'll find something to cancel you on. Yeah. No, we should be like yeah, post a podcast, be like roast us, and then that's how we. They'll look at the title. They'll look at the title of yours and like, why is this podcast called AIDS? <laughs> Dude, but like, actually, we have like nothing to lose. Like, okay, we'll get canceled. We'll probably keep doing the podcast. No, no less people or no more people will listen to this. Like, it'll just <laughs> yeah, stay the same. Yeah. <laughs> we can't can't you can't cancel somebody that was never like on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true so i no. guess through this uh dj stuff you you like i, I assume that like you met a lot of djs like in that community like how has that been just you know like meeting people from different backgrounds and just like relating dj stuff with them i think it's pretty cool having something to instantly bond with somebody else on always like a really nice feeling right because mm -hmm. then like you can say f everything else like like i can just solely just talk to this person with this even if nothing else um compares but like thankfully that wasn't the case like there was a lot i could talk to other people like other djs about and like we just kind of built a little community especially within like the like the the indian um dance community i guess mm -hmm. if you want to call it very small niche group of people but right. it was something that i was able to heavily lean on like through the back end of college into uh like post-grad like I feel like a lot of the people and the relationships I've gotten out of college is thanks to the dance and DJ community, which is really cool. So it's not just like limited to I guess when you're in Texas or New York now, it's like it's like a national <laughs> yeah. Over, right? Yeah. Yeah. I made I was able to like find ways to meet people from different states through all these different events. And that's how, like, I know, like, that's how when we were talking that one time at um, Ankit's place on how I knew, like, Trevia. And I mean, I didn't know her sister, Siri, like you guys do, but I knew her sister. Um, I knew Shravya, yeah. And, like, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I meet all these people through mutual friends. And it just kind of proliferates that way. So popular, it's man. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, how many people, like... I kind of just like I think every other person I just like talk about to you in front in front of you. You just like he's like yeah I know this person. It's usually not like that. It's like never <laughs> like that. It's just in passing for it the most part. Way, yeah. It just feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you come up with your name? It's my first and last name backwards. A B D E N. Flip it's B A N E D. Oh. Yeah. Why don't you go with uh, some like DJ Dendu or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. That's why. <laughs> Dendu, Dendu on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of hard. I actually kind of like it. 
I was inspired by one of my favorite uh, artists back in high school. His name is I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's just it's I it's spelled N U J uh A B E S. It's basically his name is June oh. Sabob. Mm. And then he flipped it. And that's how he came up with his little producer name or DJ sure. name or whatever. And he like he was really popular within like uh, like I was listening to a lot of music that like break dancers listen to. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is cool stuff. But yeah, that's how I came up with it. I was inspired by that. I'm trying to think if any of us could do that with our names and have something cool like that. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh. I guess we can't be DJs. No, yeah. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, I'll take. I'll. I'll do. I'll be DJ Dendu. Sure. <laughs> you can ghost DJ. Or I, yeah, yeah, whatever the term is. <laughs> but you should be his apprentice, bro. Both in New York. True. Yeah, if you if you go to one of his stuff, he's wrapping up his comeback you, tour. You know, it's, he doesn't have many more years left <laughs> on his yeah. in his, in his, t- in his gap. He'll, he'll tell you to press that one big button, and then that's how you get into it. Too. No, I'll be your hype man. Wait, okay. do you have like a? Do you have like a? Um, like, do you say shit during your set? Are you like, okay, one, two, oh, one, two. <laughs> no. Put your hands up. No. I heard somebody make DJing sound so cringe. Yeah. yeah. You know why, you know why I don't do that? It's because yeah. I'm like, when I hear other DJs do it, I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I'm like, I'm... <laughs> Wait, but what if Trun records himself doing it and then sends it to you yeah. and then you just put it into your into your sets? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Trun records himself turned... hyping. <laughs> I'll put it like, like, like I won't even put it at the drop. I'll just like cut the music out, and just play it. <laughs> You're telling me during like uh, all I do is win. You don't say put your hands in the air or some shit like, before the drop. <laughs> no, that could be Thurman's job. Do you, do you have you like ever asked the crowd like how you feeling tonight? No, I can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah, I'm New feeling City. great. Yeah. 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 This, yeah. this is the best city in the world. <laughs> All the DJs at clubs do that. So yeah. it's like if I play yeah. at a club, I probably have to do that. Yeah. But we're not gonna we're not gonna think ahead right now. <laughs> when you go play a bar bar, man, that's your next goal. Bar bar. Maybe that'd be lit. That'd be so hype. One step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm DJing like um, a friend's birthday thing in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I realized like, shit, I have to be at this whole <laughs> birthday thing the entire time. <laughs> because I signed up to DJ for it. I'm like, why did I do that to myself? I could have like happily left at any time because it was a cash bar. Like it, I didn't have to deal with any like open bar situation where I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I guess I have to like. Make the most of my money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could have just been there for like 30 minutes and just left, you know, just dipped and just done something else. <laughs> but nope, I have to be there the entire, the entire time. It's fine. How many, how many hours? It's like four hours. Four, four hours? Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Madness. Honestly, like, okay, first of all, you know how IST is, right? So yeah. the first hour and a half, I can just chill. It's usually the the latter two and a half hours yeah and it's honestly djing is so much fun when when you get to the point in the night or the day or whatever where people are just so 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 drunk because <laughs> nobody cares anymore first yeah. of all yeah can you yourself get drunk while you dj or you you stay off um, while you're up there i mostly don't just because like 
even if I do, I feel I feel like um, there was one time where I actually I was like DJing or like co-DJing with like three other people. And one of the other DJs was doing so poorly. I was like in a little bit of a drunken state and I was just like, dude, move aside. Let me just take care of this. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I kind of forgot that. I can't believe you told said that. That's crazy. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of was just like, I kind of forgot that I was drunk and was like really zoned in. And I was like, okay, I guess alcohol doesn't really affect me where I'm like super like hyper focused. Right. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm probably just not going to do it. Better for the body anyway. <laughs> better for the body. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Speaking of things better for the body, it's time for an ad. Oh, we're back. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we mentioned a couple times that you live in New York now. Um, I guess, how long have you been there now? Like three, four years? It's been two and a half. Two and a half. Oh, my God. Never mind. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> four? How, how's it been... I guess, uh, you know, I guess two and a half years ago, it's probably around COVID time. That's better. It's better now. Like, yeah. how do you like your time there? And like, what, what more are you trying to get out of being in New York? My time here has been really good. I think this year has been definitely the most eventful in terms of like meeting people, spending time with friends, just doing stuff on weekends. I think this has definitely been the most eventful year that I've been in New York. I don't know. I think I think New York has just been pretty good to me. I think having a solid foundation of friends uh when I first moved here and then seeing how it kind of evolved since then has been also pretty cool. Um and like again, like I obviously there's always like new friends, new people moving to New York like all the time. Mm-hmm. And even like till like the end of this this year um i have like two or three other like close friends moving and i'm like this is as solid as a base as I, as i'm gonna get in terms of like hanging out with friends like mm-hmm. on a pretty regular basis so that's been that aspect of being in new york has been like really awesome i really mm-hmm. like it's like being back in college obviously mm-hmm. the aspect of new york that i uh that it, it comes and goes is like I think the the idea of like building like a structure to your to your time, it's like it's not impossible. There are obviously people who can do it, but with that comes a little some sacrifices, right? It's like mm-hmm. are you are you very comfortable with your with with FOMO? Like, are you going to be comfortable like missing out on things because you want to take control of what you want to do on like a daily or weekly basis? And if you are, your luck, chances are you're going to be able to create a pretty, pretty rhythmic schedule. Mm-hmm. But if you see people out on Instagram, like on a Tuesday night or Wednesday mm-hmm. night, you're just going to be like, okay, well, this this sucks, and then you'll just go into like a little bit of a depressive state. And I'm, and I'm I'm not saying that happens to everybody or that happens a lot, right? But the fact that you're more prone to that living in New York kind of sucks. Because you don't mm-hmm. get that often with other places. Like, like let's say, for example, so I had, like, a really solid group of friends, like, after college, like, in Austin. Like, mm-hmm. let's just say from, like, 27 to 20, basically to the pandemic, right? We were all living in Austin together. And, like, we would hang out 
almost every single weekend, but it was the same group of people all the time. But like, it was only Friday to Sunday, right? Monday to Thursday, everybody was like off doing their own thing, or at least Monday to Wednesday. And like, maybe sometimes you'd go to happy hours on Thursday. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, at least that way you can kind of like build your own schedule, like do what you do, what take whatever steps you need to, you know, be healthy or be there for yourself. Right. Again, those opportunities kind of lack sometimes, especially when you come into New York with like very bright eyes. Right. Yeah. You just want to be a part of everything. So this has kind of turned into a little bit of a seminar, but we're, <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm just going to wrap it up with if you're planning on moving to New York, be comfortable coming here with the idea of saying no sometimes. Mm. And it, will, you're, it will make your experience so much better. But I don't want to I don't want to keep lecturing or whatever. No, that's fair. I feel like it's hard for people that don't live in New York or like don't go there often to like understand like actually how chaotic it is. I mean, you can. Yeah, you guys can speak to it a lot better than like we can. But. Even though I've been there like three or four times this year, and like holy fuck, dude, it's always so jam packed with doing things all the fucking time. Yeah, um, but I think that ultimately that's 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 the allure, and I think right. that's why I've like I think really enjoyed this past year. Like, I must I feel like I made it sound way worse <laughs> than it actually is. But the reality is, is like again, you're just. The, the downside I gave you is that you're hanging out with friends. Like what? Well, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, oh I, I'm not, I didn't go to the gym. Oh no. You know, it's like one of those things like, Oh, I hung out with my friends instead. Oh, wish I could change. No, it's nothing like that. Um, but like, again, I think taking care of yourself in any city you mm -hmm. live in is very important. I think I learned what I really appreciate or appreciate after living here is that I did a lot more of that. I'm doing a lot more of that now. In what ways? I don't know. Um, I think taking more time to myself some weekends. Mm. Um, setting aside time to read, which means being off my phone. Yeah. Is, was good. Mm. And I think there are like any, any period where I'm like off my phone, that's, those are the moments where I can actually like hear my thoughts and actually think mm. and just yeah. self-reflect on events over the past day week month whatever mm -hmm. stuff like that and i think that's those are pretty healthy um healthy stuff that have gained from doing this but yeah damn that's an interesting concept i never thought about it that way that like i'm not giving myself time to think like for myself like reflection <laughs> but um most people don't it's, yeah it's not it, normal yeah um but what I, all that you said just now about New York is exactly how I feel. Like the past few weeks, I've been trying to be more mindful of myself about like taking time to myself to do whatever. Um, and like last week, I, I literally didn't leave the house almost like the whole weekend, <laughs> um, which was like a crazy concept um, after living here and all these plans and shit. Like I always feel like I have things to do, but it's never worth um like sacrificing going out with friends and stuff doing something to do that instead which is why i feel like i can never say no but i think the things that i want to do and achieve for myself are probably more important than they seem outwardly so i think i need to make that uh mindset switch the reality is is that 
if you're missing on something, you're probably going to experience it the week after or the week <laughs> yeah. after that. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. It's not like you're actually missing out. What would you say is like, um, I guess something that, how would you grow for, after living in New York? Like, what would you say? Would you just be like, you know, taking time for yourself? Is there other, thing, other ways you've seen yourself grow for the better? I feel like I've gotten way more introspective. I feel like that's coming, it's coming out right here. Um, I don't know. I think that's really the yeah. biggest thing. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm more just in tune with my personality, if that makes sense. Mm. Like who I am. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. But does that not just come with age? Maybe. You just calling me old? Call me old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, how old are no, you again? No, no. I'm 28. 46. <laughs> Damn, 28. <laughs> <laughs> so old. Man. No, okay. Quick tangent. 27 did not feel old. But the moment I was like, yeah, I'm 20 years old. I'm like, what? This is weird. <laughs> yeah. Saying 28 out loud feels weirder than saying 27. I don't know. I don't know why. There's like a number, maybe it's like there's like a psychological thing attached to this, but like yeah. it's just numbers at the end of the day, yeah. right? But yeah. for some reason, 28 feels weird to say. You guys yeah, can't relate, like, obviously. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, obviously, we'll set we'll set a remind me like, three years. Three years. <laughs> I kind of feel like I would feel that way when we turn 26. I feel like 26 just feels way older than 25. Dude, yeah, I felt that yeah way but you I can just 25. still say you're mid-20s. I already feel old, bro. Oh, mid, mid-20s, yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. You can still say mid-20s, but 28 is actually officially late 20s, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Haran, you're saying you feel old already? Yeah. I've like, recently started playing basketball again, and just like after every like run, I just like feel my body. I'm like, I already feel old, bro. This is not good. Just, Maybe that's because you live in San Francisco. I don't live in San Francisco. I mean, I live in California. Oh, or but I, I California. Maybe yeah, it's because yeah. you live in California. <laughs> Wait, why did that matter? I don't know. It's just California. Everything's so slow over there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. <laughs> to a certain point. Maybe not LA, but like... I guess I'm by the time you LA get from area. point A to point B, it'll be like two hours because of traffic. Two hours, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Whatever reflection you can do is like getting just getting there. You can do it <laughs> yeah. to yourself. Yeah, when I leave New York, I'm I'm totally gonna miss like being able to pick up anything within like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's gonna be weird. Didn't you have that in Nova though? Like uh, you would have to drive. Well, maybe not you. you lived in Aldi. Yeah, I would have to drive, dude. Like, I couldn't just, like, walk out my house, pick some up, come back, like, you know, like, you know, get the car keys, put on shoes and all that. I mean, I guess get I put on shoes. Get the car keys. fuck your car keys, shoes, bro? What do you mean get the car keys? What? Because, like, in my house, because we, like, we share cars. You're like, oh, where did I put no, it today? No, no, dead ass, because, like, because there's four of us with, like, two cars, like, mm. somebody would leave the keys in a different place every day. Fair. You go, oh, like, Dad, you used the car last. Where's the car? I mean, where's the keys? Where's the car? Where's the car? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with the car this time, Dad? Yeah, uh, yeah Haran, they got to share cars and screens, man. We don't have it good. Oh, my God. Haran's <laughs> <laughs> in business for having, like, three screens in every room he goes into. Uh, yeah, in his bedroom, no he, he has, like, two monitors, his laptop, his phone, and, like, a TV on his wall, too. <laughs> do you, yeah, do you ever uh, turn one of your monitors, like, like vertical wise 
for like, no, coding purposes or anything like that. I've never done that. I feel do like you would do that when you're like watching that on like one of those like bootleg streams and trying to like uh, catch up through the chat. <laughs> you're, you're one of those fuckers. Like, like, yes, yeah, he dude. <laughs> He's a fucking chat open on the only that's kids. Yeah, I used to love the chats on like the, the OG velocity, like, velocity, velocity, yeah, velocity, velocity yeah. Back in like 2016 NBA playoffs, oh, dude, the, the chat was like the most insult shit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I actually feel like more like video platforms should introduce like live chat. Like they should have that for everything. Because um, I feel I mean, like Twitch, adds, Twitch is the best at though. Twitch is the best at it. YouTube yeah. has it. Yeah, but yeah, like I'm for live streams for the most part. Yeah, but like, it, it, do they stream any of like the sports game on YouTube? So does YouTube have have it? Yeah, not no. like the well. The, they used to do the they do the finals, don't they? Or is that like YouTube TV or whatever? But what exactly are you, are you looking for? Are you know, like any like like even like watching on cable and stuff. You want to like, watch like watching Fox TV? News with live chat? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Dennis, yeah, there should be an option for that. <laughs> Dude, Honestly, so that would probably be the most entertaining thing on the internet, <laughs> right? Because yeah. like, you could, especially have... before an election. Oh, yeah, man. dude. Could you imagine, dude? I should make. You would that. see all the. You would see literally every single incel and yeah. the last brain cell of every like normal human being splayed <laughs> yeah. across the chat. It should be a purge. If you if you have more than like five chats per minute, like you should just be expelled from the earth, bro. If you, if you watch one of those fucking. No, 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 you have to make you have to make this like a Twitch chat so you can use all the emojis and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, dude, I, I, I want to make this, bro. This is a business idea and a half. Just have an app called chat chat and watch <laughs> and you just you just enter what you're watching you put in the chat room with those people and you just chat yeah that'd be cool actually wait hold on can you chat with people on youtube tv or no not that i've seen no yeah, the coolest thing i saw was i don't know if it's possible for all broadcasts but like monday night football you could watch both like screen like both games at the same time which i hadn't seen before. dude i've been doing i've been hammering the multi-view every single weekend with like college football and um, do youtube tv as well yeah i have youtube tv as well oh so, so then, anything you could do the multi-view for now it's a, it just depends on whatever networks um oh, like okay. if you have if you have sunday ticket not a sponsor uh, <laughs> not a sponsor <laughs> yet if you have sunday ticket you can choose whatever order of games you can put in but i don't mm -hmm. so i it's just like cbs fox like that kind of kind of that kind of deal but for college football, because they're like playing on every single network, like I, I think YouTube TV has like Big Ten network. It's like Fox, CBS, ESPN, mm -hmm. everything. You can watch all the big games. So like yesterday, I was like watching. I was like watching Georgia versus um, Auburn. Like I was watching UT Kansas. I think there was two other games around that time, but Damn. I wasn't really paying attention to those as much. <laughs> I think it was oh, it was it was Maryland versus um, Indiana. I'm sure. I'm sure Vermin is happy about that, huh? Yeah, he's tuned in. Five zero. Yeah, they're five and oh, zero. Are they playing oh, OSU too? Yeah, next year that's gonna be that's gonna be a wrap. Oh, that's a wrap. Sorry. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? It's a good loss. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a yeah. It's a scheduled loss. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that, that loss will will vault them over LSU this weekend. Um, YouTube TV is like introduced some cool stuff, and I'm. We need the live chat. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a Chrome extension. <laughs> yes, like Deadass, that would be I, the best way to do it. I think. I think like some of those chats. I remember like they used to use like they used to have a like Discord chats that would like be on like the streaming um, 
that they would like, put on some of the, the live streams. So I remember like one time I tried to like, I was like, where can I find these chats so I can watch it if I'm not watching <laughs> the stream? <laughs> Which is look at it. I don't know. No, because like, some of them, like they have like actual fans on there. And, like, I just want to see what people are saying. <laughs> Bro, I've never seen an actual fan participate <laughs> in one of those chats, dude. They're always yeah, I mean, like, oh my God, Joe Rogan just like, died. This fucking I saw, like live chat. NBA chat, like game chats um, through Discord. Which I is think good. the best, the best approximation of this is literally just Twitter. And I don't think yeah. that's why a lot of these places, uh, these like companies, aren't doing anything like this because it's like people are just gonna go to Twitter for like all their all the reactions anyway, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you search the you search the topic, yeah, you're gonna get a, a bunch of comments on it anyway. So yeah, I don't think that's the point. That's fair. I don't think there's a market. You can try though. You can try. Let's try. You try. <laughs> the best ideas are the ones people say no to at first. Yeah. Plus. C-SPAN live chat going a little crazy. <laughs> C-SPAN. That's so funny. <laughs> PBS live chat. PBS live chat going nuts. They're playing like Arthur and they're just like There's a bunch of Arthur yeah, fists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Turn today for the London NFL game, they had a oh my God. stream that's a Toy Story stream. Yeah, wait, I heard about this. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck does that it? work? No, I didn't see it. I need to watch it. I didn't know that was this weekend. Otherwise, I would have pulled up. <laughs> it's so stu- for first downs they had the slinky like the dog like yeah. show the 10 yards distance and stuff wait but it was like yeah, it was like live like live like, animation it might have been yeah. I think it might have been del- the- was it delayed by a little bit it had to be right it must be delayed yeah there has to be a delay, I, think, but- and then I think they like cut to like the animations or whatever but Wait, so they would do the play like, and cast then, it as like as like a to- like not like a torture character but like that kind of animation style like on the field yeah but that's kind of cool like the concept was kind of cool but it was just like I mean you just assign like every like person on the field or like object to like a character mm. and then yeah there must have been some delay to like render it but yeah. other than that i feel like they just kind of yeah it was a cool concept what, what was this geared towards just kids i'm assuming yes but like what also, like it's so early i think, to I, watch think a London a, game. I think it's a proof of concept for some other shit that they're gonna do in like next year because like CBS used to do like Nickelodeon uh, alternate stream yeah. football, where they had like <laughs> slime, random slime just dumping on players. <laughs> but like, why? Bro, I, you know like, what I, I fucking hate uh, this season that that I haven't seen before is like somebody will make like a touchdown and then there's like a GTA like style esque painting or whatever is of the player that just pops oh, up yeah. and they're like, oh, this person. Oh, yeah. oh, what the fuck is this like GTA ass yeah. looking? What does this have to do with anything? Just put his picture. Who cares? What are they, like, why are you guys like animating the picture? Yeah. Fox loves doing that. It's yeah. so, so yeah. wack. It's, like, it's all like anime style artwork too. Yeah, bro. Who's <laughs> what? Dude, I hate, I, it's probably a hot take, but I hate like when they do like Sunday night football, like all the introductions, like every single player, they're always like looking down. And then they start the animation, and then they look like straight into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why? Oh, just have to be there. <laughs> they so they look, all look like serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> Which some of them are. Oh. It's actually so, so funny for the Toy Story one. I saw pictures on Twitter. It's like, this is Kyle Pitts, and it's like the old penguin that's dusty in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Pitts yeah, is that, a yeah, that player for... for Year. I got that. I got that. He's like the he's like the Bradley Beal of the NFL. Yeah, he's the Bradley Beal of the NFL. <laughs> you already know yeah. he's out after this contract or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's in year that. three, I think. Right? When the top receiver today, like the backup tight end, John hmm? Smith, your goat, your goat. Christian. Oh, John Smith. <laughs> Wait, did the Commanders win today? No, they no, lost. They, no, overtime. I don't want to talk about it. I knew that was gonna happen, bro. I knew that was gonna happen. What the hell? 
I was watching with my like, roommate Ajay, and Ajay was like, "Oh terrible. shit, they tied it up or whatever." I was like, "Dude, it don't matter. They're just prolonging what was it was already gonna happen, like a loss." <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like Stephen A. talking about yeah. the Cowboys. <laughs> this dude, what this is what I'm wrong. saying, dude. I can be a sports commentator, but somebody needs to give me this job. Somebody, please. It seems like such a fun job, doesn't it? Yeah, because they don't talk. I complain about this on the podcast every week, basically. But I'm just like, they don't say anything. That's why I think I can do it. I don't know if, shit about sports. If Jeff Van Gundy can talk about <laughs> incest <laughs> for, for With 30 seconds. On the, on, the, on the broadcast? <laughs> on the broadcast. I feel like we can, we can pass off as commentators, you know? Or like Mark Jackson saying uh, Le- uh, LeBron's wife is for the streets or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so does he say that? I'll out of the park. No, he didn't say it like that. Yeah, I mean, he said like I'll, no, he's he's out of the park. I feel like football commentators are actually pretty good though. But that's also because the game is so much slower and they can actually more like, focus yeah. on the game yeah. than yeah. the NBA commentators. They can though, actually yeah. analyze plays because there's like a 40 second clock waiting for the next <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I feel like being a football play by play announcer is so hard. Yeah. Like 100 people. Yeah, but like all of them, I feel most, for the most part, they understand the game pretty well. Like you have to, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're like analyzing in real time. They're like looking at yeah. receiving routes. They're like, oh my God, did you see this route run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then or they, Chris or Weber, no, Chris Weber. The, like my favorite, my favorite. Oh, Al, oh, here's a guy. Oh, Al. Pass rush. My favorite is when like they start talking about the offensive line as if the rest of America wants, like cares about it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love the offensive line sometimes. Though. I know. Is Travis Kelsey an offensive lineman? No. He's a tight end. His brother is. Got you, got you, yeah. got you. Dude, today on the, I think, I forgot what game it was, what broadcast it was. Uh, like, they were talking about one of the offensive linemen, and like they zoomed in on him, and they're talking about his girth. And then, like, as soon as they started zooming <laughs> in, the comedy like, oh, like, this, like, that was a very unfortunate uh, camera angle right there. It <laughs> 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 was crazy. <laughs> you guys know the Charlotte's Hornet announcer? Yeah, Eric Collins. Yeah. yeah, he called a college football game the other I, night. I saw Dude. that, yeah. Oh, he did? The Hornets yeah, yesterday. guy? Yeah. The Hornets? He called Tur- the... Yeah. Turn around. I don't know if you have shown you this video. This is a guy who goes, Humdiddly-dee. Yeah. And like, does like... <laughs> Wait. He's a psychopath. Like, he's he's the most like, the like, he, he actually full-on yells. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's such a hype it's, it's, it's hilarious and they're like such a shitty team that like yeah. it's one of the reasons like people actually like tune in to watch to them yeah yeah. Uh, but he called the college football game this guy literally just like threw a pass and this dude just fucking started yelling <laughs> top of his lungs <laughs> bro he's like Gus Johnson but like on another level somehow if there's dude, anybody Gus is so good if there's anybody on coke it's that guy Oh, just by the way, guys, uh, if you're not checking the the Chiefs Jets score, Zach Wilson is outplaying Pat Holmes right now. Mahomes is overrated, bro. They paid too much for him. <laughs> yeah. They, okay. Totally. Okay. I love it when Drew goes yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other hot takes you want to talk about? <laughs> I'll link you to the Bradley Beal segment that I did a few weeks ago. Um, he hates Bradley what, Beal yeah. with a passion. Yeah. What other hot <laughs> dude? I don't know. What what have I said before? I don't even know at this point. I just wait. Said, what are your thoughts on Lillard going to the Bucks? Me? No, uh, I was asking Turin first, but yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, the, <laughs> the Bucks, dude. What the fuck is that going to change? <laughs> they can have goddamn like fucking Lord Rama himself. Nothing would change on that team. <laughs> Lord Rama. <laughs> This is the same team that's two years removed from being an NBA champion. You know that. Right? Exactly. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. For a reason. Yeah. <laughs> and they think, they think Damian Lillard's going to help them get back to that? What the fuck are they talking about? This dude, is this dude like 40 now? Dude, he's so old. He is old. He's old. Dude. 34? Yeah. You could be at first take for sure, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. They need just, to go. You just have to remember to yell sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And you'll be you'll be hired immediately. And have like a controversy like every eight months so they're like staying in this kind of like trying to your seat and like you're good to go. Yo, they need to get rid of that guy Shams and put me in, bro. Call me Tams. Call me Tams. Dude, <laughs> do you guys know Shams is like 26 or 27? Shams is 26? Yeah, something fuck? like that. Bro. Something great. How did he get that job? Yeah. What the fuck? Dude, this guy Black has man. no Wait, girl. No way. What? He's young. Yeah, he's I knew so he was young. young. I didn't know. He was Actually, he's twenty. He's twenty nine. It's still young. Yeah, it's that is yeah. pretty young. I thought he was like thirty five. Now, based on his like old tweets, where he kept tweeting about like, "Oh, lunch is in half an hour." Like, lunch is <laughs> <going soon." laughs> he, he can't be that old. <laughs> this guy has uh, has K Adams on a leash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It doesn't do anything about it. Crazy pull. Shout out Shams if he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what are your thoughts on the Damian Lillard? Trend? Damian Lillard sounds like what would I would name like my frog if I had a pet frog. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Ne- next, you'll say he'll name his turtle Rajon Rondo. Rajon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or Chris Paul. <laughs> I don't know. As 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 other people, I kind of like screamed when I first saw the news on my phone. But as I thought about it, I'm like, okay, well, where's the defense on this team except for Giannis? Yeah. Where's the depth? There's no depth. There's no defense. We'll see how it goes. Same thing with the Celtics. They traded for Drew. I'm like, where's the depth? Where's the interior defense this time? Instead of the whatever. There's a lot of question marks everywhere. But that's what makes the NBA fun, right? No contender. Things are always up in the air. True. Wait, Christian, so you don't like it? No, I do. Just, I, I would rather not have given up Rob Williams, but he plays like half the games a year. Anyway. <laughs> no, he was I'm not even joking. Though. I'm being very well, serious. Okay, but <laughs> yeah. combine that with Porzingis, then we have one healthy big all year. So you mean yeah. zero? <laughs> yeah. No, like combined between the two of them, like we make one healthy big. <laughs> I know Kristaps is pretty healthy for the, with the just Wizards. last year. Well, yeah, he was yeah. Pretty, even the year, he before, got, the year before. I think he he, he, was, he just yeah. got injury over the off season. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I haven't heard that guy's name in a long time. Did something happen to him? Yeah, he went to the Wizards. He went to the. That's why I didn't hear about. You, yeah, he became relevant on the Mavericks. Let's be let's be real here. He was he was a baller on. No, the he Knicks. was relevant because Shout he was relevant. Knicks. He was relevant. And then he went to the, the Mavericks Mavs. and they don't know what the fuck to do with him. So. No, he was relevant on the Mavs because he played with Luca. That's why he was relevant. He was always injured on the Mavs. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, why doesn't DC have one good team? Just like semi, even semi-decent team. What the fuck? What, do you not watch hockey? <laughs> Dude, yeah, you're right. Um, what is it, the Washington the, Capitals or something like that? <laughs> Capitals. Yeah, Capitals. <laughs> um, no, the command, like, okay, the Commanders, right? Like, mm-hmm. I've been hearing shit about the Commanders my whole life, right? Because we live yeah. there. And they Never them. once have I heard, wow, like, great game. Great season. <laughs> never Wait, not never once. <laughs> not <laughs> once. They haven't had a single great game in your lifetime. <laughs> no, they did us have it. I was like, what the fuck? That's why today when they when they went into overtime, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop watching, bro. The game's done for sure, for sure. No. There's no way. Am I wrong? Like has have the Redskins? Hey, you know what? Have the- 
they they got rid of their their old owner, owner. that's mm. mired in controversy, and they got the new um, what do you call it the the Philly. Philly owner, like the Sixers owner, his name is Josh Harris or something yeah. like that. The Josh, mm-hmm. Yeah, fanatics guy. Mm-hmm. They got him. Maybe it's maybe something it's a will change. Yeah. They actually played okay today. I don't know. Yeah. They they're they're gonna be they need a they need a lot more talent on their roster. Yeah. I think. But at least the ownership changed. But yeah, we've not the the commanders have not been good what in our lifetime. Me? The commanders have not been <laughs> okay. good in the in our lifetime. I think. Well, I feel like since they actually competed with the Eagles today, that maybe that's like a you know a sign of uh, good things to come potentially for them, or maybe some some type of hope that they have for the future that they can beat some of the worst teams. Fans are more interested now, so they'll actually have maybe some sort of a home home field advantage. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been outnumbered at home for almost like every game in like many years now. <laughs> That's so sad. Dude, I feel like they should move the stadium. From hey, at least you're not the Chargers. Though. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Or the Suns. They don't have. They don't have a home team. <laughs> uh, Haran, Haran's also a Chargers fan, though. So he. he I pretty much. Team. I root for the teams where you know not enough fans are rooting for them. So someone's got to step up. So that's me. I'm them. I'm him. I mean, I, I actually feel like there's no like culture around the Commanders in in Nova. Like in the same way, I think, that, like, I think I don't the culture think... was there, uh, based on like what I've like read or seen. Like back in the eighties and nineties, they used to play in like RFK Stadium in like DC, and like that was like, and like good. the the Redskins were really good back then, and like it was like like a phenomenon, like amongst like the area. But mm-hmm. then like, I think as soon as they moved to like FedEx, like the culture kind of changed, and I guess I don't know when Dan Snyder came in to the organization, but I think also that also played a role too. So. Like, like I said, like in our lifetime, we've been fucked in terms of like watching yeah. good football near us. But back in the day before us, you know, back in our beast time, uh, <laughs> the commanders would be. <laughs> That's actually so nuts. That's back in Abby's time. Nance was in Texas, back in man. My, back in my days. Back in my days. Wait, who's your football team? I don't have one. Texas football. Okay. Thank God. Long I was hearing the worst. Oh, Longhorns football. I don't have. I don't have an NFL team. Can you say hook them and do the thing? Really? You want me to do that? Sure. Why? <laughs> I do it. Is I'll that do what? It. Is that what you do to like intro your set? No. <laughs> Should I? <laughs> I just. I just make everybody know. Hey, I'm from Texas. Better. Know, better remember that. <laughs> Here, I'll give it to you. Hook them. Right here. Yeah. Okay. First of all, we should just cut this out because I didn't even go to the school to begin with. <laughs> I went to UTD. The reason, only reason I'm I'm um, supporting the school is because I'm from Austin, and my school didn't have a football team. So what am I supposed mm, to do? You know, that's tough. You can do that when before you play like the hook to a song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to hook him now. I'm about to hook him. <laughs> As of the end of this podcast, DJing is now extinct. Everyone has killed the entire profession just by making. Like, so what is your chances of being your manager now? Is it like it higher than negative. before? <laughs> I mean, it was negative before. It's more. It's, it's like. <laughs> I actually feel like maybe I would be a decent manager. Maybe. Yeah. But that's like not like a manager role. That's like an MC role. Yeah, you know? MC. Oh yeah, hype man, hype man. Hype man, yeah. Who's Drake's hype man? Does he have one? Uh, not is himself definitely. He's also Twenty One's hype man. 
True. He's got the 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 what's his name? Forty. Not like he's mm, the right or whatever. Yeah, that guy's whack. So we got you know a couple more minutes. Um, as I said in the top, we had Manasa, who's uh, a Rishik sister, also my cousin on the podcast. Where we wait, did you listen to that episode? I did. You did. I did. Yeah, so in there. In there. In there, we talked. <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff, but one of the things we touched on is like, um, like your relationship with her, and you know, just growing up <laughs> together. So we wanted to give you an opportunity. If there's anything you want to get off your chest, especially after listening to that episode, yeah, that's some uh, crazy allegations coming your way. Yeah, there's a lot of allegations. I heard what she said, and I'm like, ah, well, she didn't have to bring that up, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's just oh, yeah. being honest. This is fine. Yeah. Or speaking her truth as, as like these reality TV people like to put it. Um, I don't really have much of a comment. I feel like we've definitely gotten much closer than we used to be. Which I, which I like definitely think is progress, but I don't know. I feel like we're going to keep getting closer as we keep getting older. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, maybe it's a slow process. This is maybe something that just clicks, but I'm just kind of taking it day by day. I don't want to like think about it too much, you know, because otherwise, mm-hmm. I feel like when you start thinking about it, it starts affecting your relationship with the mm-hmm. person, right? Yeah. So, what's the point of doing that? Like, I don't want to overthink it. Fair, yeah. yeah. So you're gonna scroll on your phone more instead of reading them, or yeah, <laughs> so you don't have to think about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Well, I guess maybe or she also mentioned she wants to get up to New York to live there. So maybe that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I support yeah. her move. I think she I, I definitely think she needs to leave Austin for sure. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see when that happens. Why, why do you want uh, Manasa to leave Austin? Because she keeps complaining. <laughs> i mean it's not like anybody will stop complaining just because they move it's just yeah it's just things about like there there are several reasons why she complains Mm -hmm. but it's just like i feel like she just needs a new start she's been there living there for so long now i think it's just like if you're you've been living at home for three three ish years Mm -hmm. you're bound to go a little crazy so Mm -hmm. yeah that's fair it's hard. It's hard living at home as an adult. Mm-hmm. I think that's just the biggest thing. Do you see yourself being in New York for the longer term? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe like two, three, year, three more years. Um, I just don't know where to go. Just because my entire friend group from Austin either moved home or moved to New York. And then mm-hmm. I've like... I feel like I've established a pretty good base of friends here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to give that up right now. Mm-hmm. And like just start over in a new city, you know? That's fair. But, you know, it could change. Like, would you consider moving back to Austin after? Or like you would want to try something new? Uh, I think I'd want to try something new. I think growing up, I've always wanted to move back to Austin. But I think priorities have definitely shifted mm-hmm. since living in new york well chicago is a great place there. Oh i've heard too 
It's, it's it's unfortunate the sports teams suck there. <laughs> all of them. All of literally all of them. Two, two baseball teams too. <laughs> I can't believe I went to a fucking baseball game there and they hit the ball three times in a whole game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to the baseball game like two weeks ago, the Cubs game, and the final score was it was Wait, one zero. Actually, aren't isn't the Blackhawks aren't they good? Oh, they won the lottery. They got the, they have the number one pick this year, so they're they're bad. But they, they, <laughs> I mean, historically, they, I think in the last like fifteen years, yeah. they've been pretty good though. For the most the part. Last like three right, years, right. they've been. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Hoshi, you'll see. I mean, it's better than living in Cleveland, that's for sure. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was just unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wait, was it more common on the city or the sports teams? Or Hoshi? Oh, yeah, the sports teams suck too, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, why do I want to go into Cup Stadium and like break their World Series trophy? What? Oh, wait. Well, I'm glad you got that off your chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. How do you feel after that Browns loss today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Imagine going to a bar to watch that too and rooting for them. That was really yeah. depressing. Yo, you went to a bar yesterday? <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> that was actual robbery. I don't fuck me, man. Imagine going to a bar with a friend of the team you're facing and then losing. That's crazy. Yeah, once they announced that uh, our backup was playing, I should have just canceled the plan. But yeah, what happened if, to if I, what happened to Deshaun? What happened? He hurt his shoulder last game, and he, 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 he can get the massage. He can get the the masseuse in time. Yeah, he didn't get the masseuse in time. Yeah. Oh, wait. What actually happened next week? He hurt his shoulder in the last game, and like he was just questionable. There's also the guy who raped like a dozen women or something. Like Jesus that. Christ! But he only was out for one year. Deshaun, deceased. <laughs> Honestly, if I if if I didn't go with like my friend who's a Ravens fan, and I just went like like by myself over Dumbertha, like I at half him, I would have left. I. I just, do want to be there? Well, which one was James having at least? Was he was he, he making noise? He was he was good. <laughs> oh no, he no, he wasn't saying much. Yeah, he's being respectful, so it's all good. Next time I have to go to the Ravens bar when the Browns play the Ravens next. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm I'm going to um, the Giants Seahawks game tomorrow, and I'm gonna end up being I'm gonna end up being a huge Seahawks fan because my fantasy team is playing against Danny Jones, <laughs> and he has to score thirty fantasy points to for oh like for like for like thirty two or something to that. beat my team. Dude, you won't do that. that huh? Yeah, you won't do that in the first three weeks. So well, yeah, combined, should be we'll, okay. we'll see. You never know. Seahawks are pretty trash defense, so. That is true. That is true. But I'm going with a bunch of my um, Seahawks friends. That's why we're going to that game. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm going to have to end up being a Seahawks fan for a day. We'll see how that is. <laughs> how do you get there? Take the train. Is there a train? Yeah. Pipe. There's a train for everything. Public transportation. I didn't realize how much I loved it. That's yeah. what, uh, Going back to one of the first questions we had. <laughs> love public transportation. Love walking everywhere. Love biking everywhere. It's great. This dude's a big biker. We didn't talk about that. I feel like that's scary in New York. <laughs> I feel like once you almost get killed like two or three times, you kind of just get numb get to over it. it. <laughs> so it is dangerous then. <laughs> it's pretty dangerous. But no, it's not. Okay, it's not that dangerous. I'm just a dummy. 
you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a big fat dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know why well, I said I it like, like that. I was, I was like innately censoring <laughs> myself. No, I was just a dumbass. What was the scariest encounter you had uh, on a bike? Um, I was trying to cross the street. The light had just turned red. I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And so in the middle of the road, I turned around like, how mm, stupid can you be? Uh, if you just all, if you just committed, just keep to the like yeah. just keep yeah. going right don't turn around and i just made that mistake and i in a mm. car was like inches away from me and just Ooh. honked the entire time i was like okay i'm Dude, sorry i made a mistake the, the fucking new york drivers have no remorse for anything like they well why should they no like the moment they life. hit like a biker or pedestrian they're at fault no matter what no that's yeah. true but like they should have flopped they will cut <laughs> you from, like, look, they will go so close to like making sure that you know you fucked up yeah that's just the beauty of new york huh <laughs> so when you get into biking man you said you didn't bike in years now, now you got a you got a biker in the city to go that's with. true i you feel like i so i feel like i don't remember how to bike honestly it's been that long it's just it's just like riding a bike <laughs> 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 We'll, we'll have a day. Oh, we're going biking in Chicago. Hopefully, next time when my foot's better. I have to ask you guys a question. Mostly the non Thurn people here. Um, actually, maybe even Thurn. Um, have you guys <laughs> used the app Partyful? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know the app, actually. I only they came out with the app use. recently. Yeah. Well, regardless, like, oh. have you used it for like event planning and mm-hmm. whatever? Yes. Only as a guest. I never hosted one. Though. Right. Yeah. yeah same, same. Right. Is it like. As popular outside of New York or anything like that? Or is it just really a New York thing? Because I feel like everybody in New York uses that app because I think, I guess everybody just, it just works because you have everybody's phone numbers and you can just Mm. set up invites that way. But I don't know. I've seen people on SF use it as well. Um... And I think Nova once or twice too. Yeah, so. I've had people in Nova use it, but only now that I think about it, it's only people that have like either lived in New York or been to New York a lot. So maybe that's yeah. where they picked it up. It's like st- slowly starting to trickle trickle out of New York. I think I now say. that it has an app. Yeah, I think it's maybe. more. Yeah, what, what about in Chicago? Yeah, people use it here, um, but I don't think it's as off. Like I don't see as many, maybe, or maybe I don't know mm. enough people, but. Yeah, I've got. Oh, you know a lot of people. They're actually like the way they did it is like really smart because I feel like if they came out with the app first, no one would like download a new app. But now the people are used to using the links. They're like, oh, like actually, like app is way better experience, and now people actually oh, download that. Yeah. So, I feel like that's smart. Yeah, I mean, it is like the they filled in the void that Facebook events left because yeah. nobody uses mm, Facebook anymore. Yeah, but how did they make money? <laughs> website visits traffic i don't know but they don't like put ads right <laughs> i guess not they will soon yeah they never know the, they're gonna sell the data of your events loki yeah. they you know you know they um add this new feature called open invites and it says uh recommendation based off of people you've been oh. to parties with <laughs> oh whoa that's so amazing. They are selling data. Yeah. Amen. 
and maybe you know you know maybe party fool will like link with i don't know concert stuff like mm. dice or whatever mm. like invites to this event or whatever you never know maybe. that's a great idea right there you gotta sell that you next uh Next set you play, you just do a little, do you do your own personal ad break and like do a little marketing campaign for yourself and then bro, side, side, side hustle. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, Partyful makes money the same way we make money. Yeah. Producing great content. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And before we end, is there anything you want to plug, Abhishek, for, uh, you know, the listeners, anything? A message you want to share with the audience? Nope. Nope. You look how we feeling tonight. Get your hands up. (laughs) One, two, three. I can let other people do the talking. I will respectfully decline. (laughs) Cold. Mic drop. See, see, this is why I can't get famous. Because I don't plug myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right tell everybody your dj name first do that let's do it manually make you do it <laughs> manually <laughs> okay it's it's baned if you go on soundcloud you can type in b-a-n-e-d are you on spotify find stuff. no okay you know who is on spotify us us <laughs> you are yeah so maybe and, you should listen to an interesting discussion sometime <laughs> oh great beautiful, beautiful. yeah a plug I, within I a plug, a guess, huh? plug our podcast yeah that's crazy yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah we want to thank you so much for coming on and if you like this episode as mentioned you can find us on spotify for other ones uh, or apple music soundcloud tiktok youtube instagram linkedin Actually, yeah, Instagram at an interesting discussion. Uh, Reddit shortly coming up. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening and stay tuned next week for another great episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.